Hello, everyone, and welcome back to RWV Live. I'm Chesley, and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean, and we're just so glad that you've joined us today. We have been just enjoying so much getting into the Word of God and just getting a better revelation of the power in His Word and what it means to activate that in our own lives. Amen. You know, we've talked about um, the faith of Sarah. Sarah had the faith and the confidence that God would do what He said He would do. It says that she considered God to be reliable and true to His word. She judged it to be so, and then she saw the results of that. So we want to be Sarah's. We want to have that kind of faith because that's what's going to lead us into being the Debras of this world. And <laughs> Pastor Mary true. Jean is going to share a little bit more about that today. Amen. 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 <laughs> I'm excited about that. I've yes. been dwelling in the book of Judges for the past few hours and, and days this week. So, um, yes. You were reading from um, Hebrews the, 11. The 11. Hebrews 11. Why don't we? Why don't you go ahead and read those, sure. uh, Chesley? We're going to start kind of tag on to where where I left off last week, and I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> Amen. I'm <laughs> I glad to you be last back, week, and I'm sure everybody did. And um, we'll tag on to what, where we left off last week, and then okay. move on into the Book of Judges, verse uh, chapters four and five. Mm -hmm. We won't get through today in mm -hmm. that because we're going to dig into. A lot of it. And, we like and, to dig. Yeah, I do. I like to <laughs> take a step and uh, drill deep. Yes, amen, <laughs> you know, so, amen. Uh, so uh, uh, Hebrews eleven eleven, which is about Sarah, and mm -hmm. then she's going to read it to you from the, the Passion, Passion Translation. And then Hebrews eleven thirty three through 35, which is just talking about the hero, heroes of faith. Mm -hmm. I just love the way that Passion puts it. Yes, so. amen. <clears throat> well, uh, chapter 11, verse 11 in the Passion Translation says, Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise and she tapped into his faithfulness. She considered God to be reliable and true to his word. That's that is true. so important. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in uh, chapter 11, verses 33 through 35 it says, through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. Their faith fastened onto their promises and pulled them into reality. <clears throat> so our faith is what pulls Don't down love his promises love into reality. That is so good. It was faith that shut the mouth of lions, put out the power of raging fire, and caused many to escape certain death by the sword. <clears throat> In their weakness... Their faith imparted power to make them strong. Faith sparked courage within them, and they became mighty warriors in battle, pulling armies from another realm into battle array or the arrangement or order in the battle. Faith-filled women saw their dead children raised in resurrection power. Hallelujah. Amen. I really like the way that puts it. Um, fastening their faith onto the promises and yeah. pulling them. It's kind of like catching a fish, you know, mm -hmm. pulling them into reality. Mm -hmm. Our faith does that. Yeah. And so, and I, uh, the, the one before, uh, Hebrews 11, 11, where it talks about for the authority of our faith mm -hmm. rested in the one who made the promise. So faith has a, an exercise of authority. Mm -hmm. And you know, in the, um, amplified, I, I saw it over here in the amplified on Hebrews 11, 33, it says, who by the help of faith, you know, we've been looking at the helps ministry, the helper, mm -hmm. not the helps ministry, the help meet, role. the help, help role, the mm -hmm. volume of the book that we've been 
given mm -hmm. as females made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting to see that who by the help of faith, yeah. so that's a good reason why we went back and looked at Sarah and the kind of faith she's had mm -hmm. to become a Deborah who's going to inspire a man to win battles for Israel. Yeah, amen. So, uh, who by the help of faith subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings, and closed the mouths of lion. That's the amplified yeah. part. And I, I like the help of faith. Who by the help of faith? So in case you need that later, <laughs> I'll put that right there. But um, so we're going to look at, uh, we, we wanted to back up and, and get a look, uh, look at Sarah mm -hmm. and how important her faith was. I mean, Chesley. <laughs> She was 90 years old yeah. <laughs> and had never had a baby. Yeah. And she continued to believe the Lord with Amen. her husband, Abraham. Yeah. 20 That's years, hard. I think it went on for 20. Oh, it would have been hard enough to believe it when they were 70s. Right, true. But at 90s. Mm -hmm. And uh, they counted it all. They counted him. Count, they judged God faithful. Yeah. They put a governor on him and pulled him to his faithfulness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what we do when we when we use our faith, mm -hmm. when we exercise faith. We are pulling Jesus to the promise that he gave us, and we're pulling that promise into reality. Yeah. We could probably just pause <laughs> and think about I that. I know. You know, that's Powerful. that's one of those meditative thoughts. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go into the book of Judges now, <clears throat> and we'll see that... Um, First, I want you to understand, you know, I heard somebody tell me years ago, when you go to speak, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you said. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you <laughs> what we're going to look for in these next couple of episodes as we um, look in the book of Judges, verse uh, chapters four and five. Uh, in, the, in this scenario and in this story, we're going to see the male image of God and the female image of God uh, complimenting one another and the battle's going to be won deborah will uh deborah will tell barack uh, it's it won't be you winning the battle but a woman will win the battle but mm -hmm. the woman that, she, that that's being prophesied there is the bride of christ mm -hmm. it's, at least that's how i see it okay i mean you know i'm going to tell you what i see and you can either agree or disagree okay. it's not doctrinal it won't it won't <laughs> affect your salvation forever but it could affect your ability your abilities here sure. it could affect your the, the battles that you win here. Mm -hmm. But um, the male and female image of God working together in Deborah and Barak. And when they're working in sync the way they're supposed to, mm -hmm. they go up against an enemy that has 900 iron chariots. Yeah. And they, they are the weaker part here, mm -hmm. which is the, the females called the weaker vessel. Mm -hmm. But then the Lord told Paul, my power is more perfectly performed in your weakness. Right. So... You see the male and female image of God coming together and making up, I think, a picture of the uh, Christ and his bride, but also uh, the full image of God being manifested. Mm -hmm. And that's the woman that's being referred to, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I see that in this. Uh, the woman being referred to as uh, the winner of the battle because it's it's the, the church which is a made up of a male and a female in the full image of God. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. When the, each person knows their place, the volume of the book is written of them, mm -hmm. and they fulfill that. Right. 
Right. And you have male and female image. You have the full image of God coming together. Mm-hmm. So in your weakness, where you don't have 900 iron chariots, right. you are strong. Right. Because that's the full image of God there. Right. But And then it even said in Hebrews eleven thirty four. <clears throat> In their weakness, their faith imparted power to make them strong. So it's that faith that sparks, right. sparked courage in them, and they became mighty warriors. So we, we might not see ourselves that way as the helper, but really, by faith, we are mighty warriors right. winning battles. Right. And when we, when we stick to our place and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and honor our, our volume, mm-hmm. the volume of the book that is written for us, whether male or female, we need to honor that image of God that we carry. I think it's interesting in the day that we live in that there's so much confusion about genders. Yeah. You know? It is. Because that's, that's, that's God himself. Mm-hmm. And so, at any rate, uh, in the book of uh, Judges, we're going to go do a little line upon line, precept upon precept here. First of all, to know that Deborah's name, now I just discovered this, this is not one I'd known before, but Deborah's name means honeybee, mm-hmm. or it also means, let's see, where I, have, I know the slide's up, but I need the slide. It also means in the sense of orderly motion, the bee from its systematic instinct, it comes from a word that means to arrange figuratively of words, to speak, subdue, answer, bid, appoint, or declare. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, I will make for him an helpmeet. Mm-hmm. For meaning to declare and tell. Right. So uh, Deborah's name even comes up out of speaking. The mm-hmm. word Dabar in Hebrew means to speak. Wow. And Dabara, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dabara, Ra actually is a strong uh, uh, ruler name, mm-hmm. but Deborah is um, uh, meaning to speak. In other words, I see Deborah with it, uh, her name. See, in the Old Testament, the New Testament is concealed. And then in the New Testament, the Old Testament is revealed. Mm-hmm. So there, there's hidden treasures in the Old Testament. And that's why I look up all these names. Yeah. Because when you look up the names, you get a picture of, uh, of the atmosphere, of what they're dealing with, where they mm-hmm. are. And you get a picture of who God sees them to be. Right, right. You know, when, with their names. That's why he changed Abraham's name. Uh, Abram's name to Abraham, Mm -hmm. it was going to cause him to be the father of many nations that every time he got called that. Mm -hmm. So it's important to look up the names and um, her name literally is telling us that she knew how to talk, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) You know, in order. Yeah. She had her words were in order and they were consistent Mm -hmm. and she was, uh, uh, you could go on up to the next, to the fourth slide and it's in First Peter 3, 4. It says, But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is the, in the sight of God of great price. Mm-hmm. Well, the word uh, quiet there, you know, you would think it says women be silent in the church. Uh-huh. And, and, and uh, the word quiet does not mean you can't talk. I was mm-hmm. really glad to discover that. <laughs> Because I'm a talker. But the word quiet there literally means steadfast and immovable. Wow. So now we see, you know, Deborah, honeybee, systematic uh, motions of the bee, Mm -hmm. having her words in order, having them in alignment. Mm -hmm. And she's got a steadfast, immovable spirit about her. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was reminded of that in the New Testament. So um, 
we're we're getting a picture of of how God wants us to be because then you can see in uh, the second slide that she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the Mount of Ephraim and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Mm. So that's pretty powerful. I mean, yeah. she was, what we're going to see as we move in, I'm going to back up and start back in verse one though, because I want you to see the atmosphere that they're dwelling in. Amen. But she, she was, um, uh, in her proper place, dwelling in a good place, and she knew how to talk right. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting a picture of who Deborah is. Mm-hmm. And and that as they go into a battle, you're going to see she could have led the troops. Right. It's it's not when we're talking about I will make a help meet for him. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about you being lesser than. Right. And that's the whole point of this ministry is I want to get across to you the importance of that help meet role, Mm -hmm. the volume of the book, the importance of that role is is just as important as the headship role. Right. Amen. You can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you got a body with no head, where are you going to go? Or if you got a head and no body, where are you going to go? Yeah. So it's, we, it takes the two of us together. Mm -hmm. So anyway, let's, let's back up a little bit to, uh, 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 Judges 4.1 and see what all these little names mean. So we can see what kind of an atmosphere uh, Deborah and Barack are, are coming out of. Uh, I was listening to Judges 1 through 4 this morning on my... on my uh, Bible app. Yeah, on my Bible app, <clears throat> just listening to it. And, you know, that Israel kept going in and out of trouble. Mm-hmm. They, would, they would corrupt and, and do bad, and God would send them a judge and then pull them out of it, and then they'd corrupt and do bad. So that's... They've been through that for the first three chapters. Mm-hmm. Joshua died, and Israel got in trouble. Yeah. And then uh, he'll bring a judge to get them out of trouble, and then that person dies, and they'll go back into trouble. <laughs> so they just kind of, kind of like today's world, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And Ehud's name means unity. So. Uh, let's look at, you know, the lack of unity. Right. The judge dies. I mean, right. that unity is a powerful, um, thing. When right. You have unity. You have a, a power. You have an, a, an avenue of power. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a, a part of this book, Woman, Her Purpose, Position, and Power. Uh, when I got to power, I felt like I'd said everything and I kind of shifted gears and started writing about avenues of power. Mm-hmm. And the publisher decided to cut that off. They said it didn't fit with the rest of the book. <laughs> so I still got this book in my closet called Avenues, avenues of Power. Of power. Awesome. Unity is one of those avenues of power. If you want the power of God, you've got to have unity because, yeah. uh, where there's, uh, in, uh, what is it? In, uh, Envy and strife, there's confusion mm-hmm. and every evil thing. So without, when, when you get into strife and disunity and things like that, there's confusion. It's an open door to the devil. Yeah. But and, in unity, we can get a whole lot done. <laughs> well, that's where the anointing flows, yeah. you know, the, the, on the priests and the garments and down, that's the unity mm. of the brethren. Amen. The anointing flows in the unity of the brethren. So when so, he died, the unity disappeared. Left. Yeah. Uh, when Ehu was dead, and the Lord sold them into the hand. Now, this is my little teaching that I do. <laughs> the hand, if yeah. you go through the Old Testament, in the Proverbs, in chapter 18, it says, 
death and life are in the hand of the tongue. Yeah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, it says. But that word is translated hand in other mm-hmm. places. And here is one of those places. So he sold them into the hand or the power, the power. Okay. of Jabin. So you could, you could see that words being spoken mm-hmm. are taking them. It's interesting that Deborah's name comes from speaking mm-hmm. words, being orderly in an arrangement. Mm. And he's, he sold them. Uh, my question, and I don't have an answer for it yet. Lord, how did you sell them yeah. into the hand of Jabin? I think it's a Jabin is how you say it. Mm-hmm. How did you sell them into that hand, into his hand? So I don't have an answer for that yet, but yeah. maybe he'll, he'll share it with us. And if you have one, we'll text us and, or <laughs> comment for yes. us. The Lord sold them into the hand or the power of Jabin. Now his name means, um, intelligence to separate mentally or to understand. And, mm. um, I I look at that. You see, what I ha- what, what I'm doing is taking an Old Testament story that's real. It's a real story. It really happened. Mm-hmm. But how does that affect me? Right. What does that mean <laughs> to me today in mm-hmm. 2021? Yeah. What does that mean in my world? How how do I relate to that? So I'm trying to translate this language from mm-hmm. natural to spiritual, and that's why I look up these names and. Uh, his name meaning intelligence to separate mentally or to understand means leaning to their own understanding. Mm. He was the king of that. I mean, yeah. he was leaning to his own understanding. And actually, um, Jabin, uh, it says in the, in the history book that it might be like a Pharaoh or an Abimelech. That mm. those were uh, titles. Okay. They weren't a man's name. It was mm. a title mm-hmm. that he held at that time. So Jabin could have been the title. Mm-hmm of a king. Okay. And um and and he was a king of Canaan. It's interesting throughout the Bible when you see the word Canaan, it means merchandising, merchant, excuse me, and traffic. Hmm. So there's the difference between the carnal and the spiritual mm-hmm. is the carnal it's got a lot of movement and much trafficking and moving mm-hmm. about, Chaos. picking up here and going over yeah. there. And we're going to see in a little bit how the righteous are planted like a tree. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference in dwelling and being planted yeah. and being a trafficker and running about and you're here and you're there. And that's one thing that's real important for a woman mm-hmm. to uh, do business seriously, mm-hmm. do the business of God seriously and take yeah. it seriously and not be up one day and down the next right. and all around. Because mm-hmm. men aren't going to listen to you if you're like that. Yeah. To them, that's foolishness. Mm-hmm. They do business. You know, their mind right. is a business mind. And so it's important for you and I, if we're going to be Sarah's and then lead into Deborah's, uh, it's important that we have a gentle and quiet spirit mm-hmm. and that we don't lean to our own understanding and we're not changing our mind all the time. And we're not uh, Jabin, king of Canaan. He was uh, leaning to his own understanding and he was the king of trafficking, <laughs> if you want to put it like that. Yeah. So um, this is where God basically turned them over to a reprobate mind. Mm-hmm. They had done evil in the sight of the Lord, and it does say in Romans 1 that he will turn us over to a reprobate mind, and literally that means a mind void of judgment. So we're seeing that that's where they find themselves. Uh, And Jabin, king of Canaan, that reigned in Hazar. What did I say Hazar means? 
It's a village. I liked what Pastor Michelle said the other day. It, you know, years back, a particular politician said it takes a village to mm-hmm. raise a child. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Michelle said, no, it takes a church. Yeah, <laughs> And that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, the difference between a village, and I don't know if you remember your Viking movies and, you know, uh, Braveheart and yeah. all those kind. A village has no walls to it. Mm. A city mm-hmm. it has a wall to, is walled off and protected. It's protected, yeah. But a village is is open, mm-hmm. and that's when the raiders could come in and just take what they wanted. So, um, Hazer is a village, as and it means a hamlet, uh, a hamlet surrounded by walls. But um, Jabin of King of Canaan reigned in Hazer, a village, the captain of whose host was Sisria. Sisria means battle array. So he's all ready for, for battle. So you've got an enemy that's in battle array mm-hmm. and then you're in disarray. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're not in order, if you're, if you're just going by your feelings and mm-hmm. every day you wake up with a new attitude or a new idea or a new feeling mm-hmm. and you don't, you're not planted, you know, we planted this church and started in our in our den mm-hmm. in 1989, mm-hmm. and it's 30 years old, 31 years old now. Mm-hmm. 30, yeah. And it's 32. been planted. We have seen ministries come and go in all those mm-hmm. years. And trust me, when you get planted, it doesn't mean you just love being there all the time. Right. It just means you're unmovable. And yeah, it just means you're not going to quit there. that quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not quitting, mm-hmm. and you're going to see it through to the end. So it doesn't mean you love every moment of where you are, <laughs> but you endure sometimes those down moments, mm-hmm. and you. I always like to say you, um, you, you um, drill a little deeper where you yeah. are to touch the anointing for that place mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, when the roots go deep that's when yeah we prosper. you get, bear, you get bear, bear fruit. bigger fruit yeah yeah and you may be getting bored or disinterested because you need to dig deeper where you are that's good there's two things that can be happening mm-hmm. if you're getting bored or disinterested where you are <laughs> you're getting ready to be moved somewhere mm-hmm. and god is helping you disconnect in your heart mm-hmm. or uh you need to drill a little deeper you need to drill a new well yeah. and discover. You need to put more of yourself into where you are and discover uh, the anointing for that place. Yeah, that's good. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sisria means battle array. And the children of Israel cried out, cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. Mm. So Jabin had 900 chariots of iron, and we're going to see the full image of God take it on. Amen? Amen. So um, Deborah, in verse uh, chapter 4, verse 4, Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at the time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Uh, I think it's interesting that the the, the palm tree mm-hmm. is constance, constancy, uprightness, patience, victory, and prosperity. That's what it symbolizes, mm-hmm. the palm tree. You know, out here on our property, we have a big oak tree. Right. And, and the oaks of righteousness are planted by the oaks of righteousness. But out of the the V of the, the trunk and the big limb, mm-hmm. 
there was a palm branch. Yeah, I remember I think it it's sprouted from Has there. It gone? Where did it go? I'm not sure if it's still there, but I, I remember think, it sprouting right out of the middle right, of that tree. Right, a little palm branch just sprouted right <laughs> yeah. out of the V of that tree. And I thought, whoa, <laughs> prosperous, constant uprightness, yes, prosperity and victory and oaks of righteousness all right on our property. <laughs> that was neat. Yeah, it was. It was neat to see that. So the, she she dwelt. Now, uh, we have the 91st Psalm to dwell in. Mm -hmm. And it says in the 91st Psalm, he who is dwelling... Here's, here's our little card that we have. Mm -hmm. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God on Him I lean and rely, and in Him I confidently trust. In the literal translation there, it says, He who is dwelling is saying. Mm. So you see, Deborah's name means words. Right. And she dwelt, she, she, um, dwelt under the palm tree mm -hmm. of Deborah. That says volumes right there. Yeah. She knew who she was. She knew where she was supposed to be and she stayed there. And she spoke. And she spoke. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. I hope this is putting some lead in our shoes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Cause if the devil can keep your peace, can steal your peace, mm -hmm. he can get you. So she she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel. Now Ramah is height or a high place or to rise, and Bethel means the house of God. So um, that's a pretty powerful place where she dwelt, mm -hmm. and that's why people came up to her Settle their in Mount Ephraim, <laughs> and Ephraim means double fruitfulness, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Mm -hmm. So let's just say a Deborah came up out of a, the Sarah's kind of faith that apprehended and took hold of supernatural power mm -hmm. to answer to answer prayers and even in her old age, mm -hmm. and uh, she um, let's see, and the children of Israel had to come up. They had to come up higher. Their, her standards were high, and they had to come up higher to to talk to her, but. But she was a judge in all Israel. They came up and asked counsel and advice for her. Right. So you can see that if she's able to do that, certainly when it comes time to go to this battle, she could have led the troops. Right, right. She could have had 74 million. <laughs> she could have had a lot of people <laughs> come after her and follow yeah. her. Mm -hmm. But she knew it was his call, not mm -hmm. hers. Mm -hmm. And she didn't try to take... She didn't try to, you know, sometimes ladies, we try to do it for them. Right. <laughs> because we think we can do it better than they can. Mm -hmm. Or we get frustrated and impatient waiting for them to develop to their call. <laughs> and really that, we should look at ourselves when that happens. Yeah. Because uh, we're supposed to be encouraging their call. Right. You know, and giving strength to their call mm -hmm. and not trying to do it for them. Mm -hmm. So um, what you see over there? I was just looking at the, the, yeah, I was just trying to follow oh, the. Yeah. Oh, Chesley forgot her Bible today, <laughs> so she's using our phone. I don't even know how she can see it. <laughs> I can't even see it without my glasses. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, once I didn't have them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And even now, if I'm going to be Deborah, mm -hmm. I'm going to make confession of faith that my eye is not dim, yes. my ear is not deaf, and Amen. my forces are not abated. That's Amen. what Moses said about himself. Amen. So, 
2020 vision. 2020 vision. <laughs> so she dwelt under the palm tree of, De- of Deborah. I really like that, that it was her palm tree. She didn't try to be somebody she wasn't. Right. She accepted her volume of the book that it was written of her. She mm-hmm. didn't try to go out and be Barack. She didn't try to be the neighbor next door. She didn't try to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. She dwelt in her place. Yeah. Amen. And find our place and, and dwell in it. And uh, Rama being the high place and Bethel being the house of God. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. You know, uh, just as I read that, I was thinking of um, the book of Ruth mm-hmm. and Naomi. Mm-hmm. And there was a famine. And I guess I'm going to believe God's speaking to somebody. There's a famine in the land in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Naomi's husband they, I don't know if she talked him into it or if he just wanted to go. They went over to Moab because there was a famine. Can you imagine there was a famine in the house of God? Mm-hmm. Well, there was probably a famine on the the uh, revelation, a famine on the anointing. Mm-hmm. But we needed to drill that well deeper instead of going over to the Moabites yeah. and going over to, I think Moab literally means contention. Mm-hmm. So you're just going out in the world system yeah. and getting caught up in the world system. And uh, um, so she stayed in the house of God. Stay where you are unless it's really, really clear that you have to leave. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's God does move you, mm-hmm. but you, that's a real, you know, anytime there's a transition, mm-hmm. it's a real careful time because yeah. the devil moves in transitions. He loves it when we're a little upset, we're a little un, un, um, <laughs> Unnerved. Unsettled, unnerved. And that's why when human beings pass through their teenage years, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good, that's a transition from a a boy to a man Mm -hmm. or a girl to a woman. And uh, you have to be careful in those times because that's when the devil moves. Mm -hmm. He knows we're uprooted a little bit Mm -hmm. and we're looking. And so it's it's a time of being careful. Yeah. But she stayed in the house of God much not like Naomi and them. They moved to Moab and her husband died. Both of her boys died. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up coming back to the house of God. But she had lost a lot in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Judges 4, chapter chapter 4, verse 6. We'll hurry and get through because I I knew. (laughs) There are just so many little trails to to cover when you're looking at these things and thoughts Mm -hmm. to, to pick up. She sent and called, this is interesting. She sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali, or Naphtali, yeah, and said unto him, Hath not the Lord of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun? And I will draw unto thee, to the river of Kishon, Sisria, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thy hand. And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisria into the hand, the power of the tongue there, of a woman, and Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Uh, I love it when she, well, well, she sent and called mm-hmm. 
Um, she sent and called. Uh, I think we have a slide for that, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Here we do. She sent and called. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I have it here. Okay. Yeah. To send to away. send away, far out, let loose, put forth, release, and stretched forth. So she stretched forth. Uh, I think of the um, uh, fitting word. How is that? Proverbs twenty five eleven. Oh, a word fitly oh. spoken. A mm-hmm. word spoken upon the wheels. Mm-hmm. A word fitly spoken or spoken upon the wheels. The wheels meaning, if you will, the wheels, wheels in Ezekiel with the eyes in them that mm-hmm. the presence of God was there. A word fitly spoken. She had a word fitly spoken, and uh, he needed to hear that word. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I'm not real clear on. Um, and I'm, I guess we could see it several different ways. Was he shy about? Did he know what he was supposed to go do? But he was kind of pulling back, and he just needed her confidence mm-hmm. to come up under him. You know, we talk about the help meet for is to succor and come up under and strengthen. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was needing that. Yeah, I love that he asked her to well, come along. Chastity, the funny thing is that when I first um, saw that and I was learning this message, mm-hmm. I thought, "What a wimp! He's not going to go unless <laughs> the woman goes with him." And then later on, after I st- learned the ro- the volume of the book is written, mm-hmm. I thought, "No, he was a very wise man." Right. He saw the value yeah. in her being. Playing her part right. in that situation. And, and I think the exciting thing is, is that as women, if we do our part right, mm-hmm. if we walk in the volume properly, mm-hmm. and we're strong in that place, and we stay full of the Holy Spirit, because basically everything we've said about Deborah is showing us that she was full of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And if we stay full of the Holy Spirit, then the male image will take us more seriously yeah, true. and trust us. Right. <laughs> They will trust us. They don't feel competitive or, or competing against. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like we're like a, so anything you can do, I can do better right. kind of thing. <laughs> that attitude, that one-upmanship, it's got to go. Mm-hmm. And when they feel like they can trust us, that we're all on the same team building the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we each have a part to play of the image of God. And we can help each other with our roles right. and our volume of the book. Amen. I don't know what, tra- I read it in a couple of different translations, uh, and one of them, she said, arise, you yeah. know, for this occasion. And I just that's thought, me. that's so good. Like, that's what we, that's what we need to do for the men in our lives or, or whoever it is, you know, that's, that we're working alongside as a helper saying, arise, you yes. know, come, come up here and, and well, go and forth and do what God's called you to do. That's what, um, in Revelations 4, the, the, I don't know if it's the Lord saying that or an angel. I'd have to look, mm-hmm. refresh myself, but it says, come up here. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. that's what God's saying to us. Come up here. Yeah. Like come up to this level of your calling because even she saw that he was capable of right. doing what God had told him right. to do. So she sent, uh, she sent out, um, and called him. Mm-hmm. So she sent away. She, in other words, she loosed him or she stretched herself out mm-hmm. and, and, you know, she stepped out in faith mm-hmm. and gave him a word that she felt the Lord had for her to give him. And like I said, Deborah was a judge in a high place. Mm-hmm. She had people coming up asking her advice. She could have gathered troops and yeah. won the war. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't her call. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can doesn't mean you should. Right. 
That's the, good. The, the fact that you have the ability doesn't mean you have the authority in that situation mm-hmm. either. Right. You know? But we can take our ability and the rightful authority, bring them together. And there you go. Voila. <laughs> there you go. You have God. Yes, you have amen. power. You have, uh, every, you have great things. Mm-hmm. And when it says that she, she sent, she sent forth and called is to call out, to call forth, to preach, to make a proclamation. I think she prophesied, mm-hmm. hath not God commanded thee? Mm. And he was going, oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that was, I was thinking yeah, that in my that spirit. That was in but, me. <laughs> yeah, that, and she, that word fitly spoken, she breathed upon, she spoke that word, the Lord breathed upon the Amen. desires that he had placed in Barack's right. heart. She spoke life into that. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, we're not going to be able to finish today. I'm sorry. We're going to have to go because it's time to leave. But next week, get the second part of the, yes, of the thing. There's lots of good things because she becomes the mother in Israel, and we want to know what that means. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sisria, the, the woman that, that puts him down, we want to see the rest of this story. Yes. So be sure and, and tune in with us next Thursday Amen. at noon. And... Uh, and we'll, this, so let me just see if there's anything else I need to say real quick before we leave. <laughs> Last little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just pick up there. We'll pick up with verse 6 where she sent and called, and we'll travel on from there. Yes. So bless you. Yes. We love you all. Amen. We're so glad you were with us today. Be a Sarah and then a Deborah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.